your eyes and your vision are under attack, damaging blue light from the sun. Your phone, your computer, your tablet, even light bulbs and car headlights is constantly bombarding you. The good news is our eyes actually already have a line of defense to counter the effects of blue light. This defense is made up of three pigments called carotenoids. MacuHealth with Micromycel, the only supplement with the exclusive patent on all three macular carotenoids and Micromycel technology. With more screen usage and indoor time, myopia, also known as nearsightedness, is increasing and getting worse in children. Now, certified eye doctors can prescribe MySight one day, the first and only FDA-approved soft contact lens to slow myopia progression in age-appropriate children. Visit coopervision.com to find a Brilliant Futures certified eye doctor near you. Hello and welcome to the Open Your Eyes podcast. I'm Dr. Kerry Gelb, the host of the documentary, Open Your Eyes. If you're new here and you like our interviews, press like, subscribe, share, and hit the bell to get notifications of great new interviews. Also, please leave comments. Great news, you can now watch our full-length documentary, Open Your Eyes, on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube Movies and Shows. And tune in to our brand new radio show Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Central Time on AM 1280, The Patriot. So we talk about hormesis. How about cold plunge? What do you feel about that for helping <laughs> your brown fat, activating brown fats, your autonomic nervous system? Uh, is that something I could do? I'll be honest. I hate the cold. I, I hate, the, I cold. hate the, cold. the cold. I can't do the cold. Is there benefit to it? Yes. Yes. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I draw the line. <laughs> is there benefit? Yes. It really activates a lot of uh, growth factors. It, it is wonderful to get rid of some, as you mentioned, brown fat. I, I think there's tremendous benefit to it. The people from Sweden and all the Northern European countries, they've been doing this for years. Um, but again, in moderation. Would I do it? No, because I hate the cold. But is it good in general, good health? Yes. But again, here's another thing. If you have a history of heart disease, if you have any kind of vascular issue, specifically heart disease, folks, you got to be really, really careful in just contracting those blood vessels very quickly. You could get into big trouble. So be careful. Speaking about heart disease, infrared sauna or sauna itself has shown to decrease heart attacks and increase uh, and decrease mortality by about 50, 60 percent. And because of it helps to heat shock, shock proteins, mm -hmm. it, it refolds the the damaged proteins of you and and helps with heart rate variability. Right. Can you talk about the importance of heart rate variability and how the infrared sauna helps that? Absolutely. So what is heart rate variability? Heart rate variability is it, your heart beats at a certain rhythm, right? That rhythm is the way the heart beats. There is a very, very, very slight variability in that. So it, now there's, there, this is a big difference. There's a difference between atrial fibrillation where the heart goes boom, 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 boom. That's that's atrial fibrillation. Heart rate variability is is a very slight variation in the beating of the heart that is regular. It's not irregular, it's regular. 
people that have low heart rate variabilities are very stressed and their sympathetic nervous system, their fight or flight system is always charged. A higher heart rate variability allowing the body to beat and with that slight abnormality is activating what is called the parasympathetic nervous system, which is a good thing, which is the resting phase of our bodies. How do we get there? How do we do that? Why do infrared saunas work? One of the reasons that infrared saunas work is that, first of all, you're sitting in, a, in an infrared sauna and that effect of sitting and resting and relaxation immediately brings your parasympathetic system into, into play. But the other thing that I do while I'm sitting in the sauna is I have a Bluetooth and I hate the fact that there's Bluetooth in there, but uh, that's another whole topic. Um, I usually play meditation music or I play chants. I play, and I'm Roman Catholic, as you can see back here, but I, but I was born in Sri Lanka and 60% of the country is Buddhist. And I remember listening to Buddhist chants, which are very, very good for parasympathetic healing, for bringing the heart rate down. Also, vagal nerve, you know, deep breathing, uh, meditation, relaxation, stimulating the vagus nerve is another thing. Vagal nerve exercises and breathing exercises, again, are very important. So there's all kinds of things that you can do to, to bring that body down. Do you think the sun being in the sun is good for you or as a dermatologist tell us it's going to cause if you go in the sun you're going to get skin cancer well i think the sun is incredibly good for us now if you've got skin cancer i'm not going to argue with the dermatologist okay if you've got skin cancer i'm not going to argue with you but getting three to five minutes of sun is not going to give you sun can uh, it's not going to give you skin cancer okay the bottom line here is is that if you've got skin cancer fine stay out of the sun i'm not going to argue with that i'm just not going to do that but myself it's a beautiful sunny day here today i am going i have been out in the sun today i was out in the sun this morning 15 minutes if i go to the pool if i go to a beach 10 minutes on each side 15 minutes on each side then I put the sunblock on after that, because otherwise I would not be able to do the show with you without 15 lights around me. I would look like the pavement. So, um, you know, I think 10 to 15 minutes, depending on how light you are, or how dark you are. If you're lighter, you need less time in the sun. If you're darker, you need a little bit more time in the sun and then put the sunblock on. Before you brought up NAD, let's talk about the concept of sirtuins mm -hmm. and increasing sirtuins, the longevity to increase longevity. How do you feel about that? You said you take NAD. Uh, tell me about sirtuins and NAD. Do you think there's, do you think it's, it, it's really helpful? And I guess you do because you take it, but tell us about it. Yeah, it's, it's for me, um, fasting, by the way, increases sirtuins. Uh, these are protective I don't want to say chemicals, but protective molecules that will optimize and help the aging process. Because basically what they do is that sirtuins are involved in two processes. They're involved in something called autophagy, which is cellular cleaning. And they're also, in, they're, they're also involved in 
preventing senescence, meaning for cells to just sit and rest and not do anything. So what these what NAD does is that it is a cellular energy like ingredient that will help give the body, give the cells the energy that it needs to do what it needs to do. Again, the difference between my seven year old grandson and my 87 year old father. The difference is cellular energy. We want to be more like the seven year old grandson than we want to be like the 87 year old person, right? How do we increase these levels? Well, we can increase them by exercising. We can increase them by doing um, uh, hyperbaric oxygen. We can increase them by doing infrared saunas. We can increase them by going to altitude. We can increase them by exercising. So all of these things will help with increasing these good chemicals in our body that increase and promote our longevity. Now, there's these clinics that have opened up where you could get NAD drips, or you could take the, the precursors of NAD. Uh, which way is better? Are they equal? Well, the, the precursor to NAD is NMN, is, 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 a, is a form of B vitamin, right? So I do both. I take, uh, I take NMN and I take NAD. And what we did was, what I did was, Carrie, I put a formula together that was for cellular energy. And I did this for the long COVID patients. What we noticed in long COVID patients was that they have very low cellular energy. So what I did was I took CoQ10, 100 milligrams, um, NAD, NADH, which is similar to NAD, which is an extra hydrogen molecule, I took uh, N-acetylcysteine, which was a liver cleanser. I took methylated B12, methylated folate, and vitamin B1, thiamine. Put them all together. And I, what I'm doing there, what I tried to do there, was to give the body the energy that they needed post-COVID. We know that during COVID, there's a tremendous depletion of mitochondria. There's a tremendous mitochondrial dysfunction. So cellular energy significantly, significantly goes down. So, and that's also true in diabetes and it's true in aging. So I use this three different ways. I use it for people with long COVID to recharge their cells. I use it for people that have issues with aging, right? As you get older, I use it for people that are taking a lot of prescription medicines also. And I use it in people that um, just need more energy, that their, their function is bad and, you know, they're just not feeling it. That's where I use this particular formula. It's called cell energy. And the reason that I named it that way is that, but the whole idea of cells not doing what they're supposed to do. And what happens? And a, the analogy here is this. If you go to a pond, and if you have a pond, I have a small pond in my backyard. If I don't move the water around, what happens to the water? It becomes stagnant, right? And it starts to stink and it's just junk collects in it. If you put a little fountain in it and the water starts circulating, what happens to it? It refreshes 
oxygenates the water. It's the same thing with cells. If you sit in a wheelchair, if your 87-year-old parent is sitting in a wheelchair all day or sitting around all day, what's the body going to produce? Toxins. It's going to produce junk. It's going to produce garbage. Versus a seven-year-old that's running around that's always active. That's the difference between the two. So we want the cells to have energy. We want them to do what they're supposed to do. And that's where NMN, NAD, CoQ10, N-acetylcysteine, that's where all of these B vitamins, this is where they all come together. And you talked and, and you talked before about getting rid of the garbage out of your body. Uh, there's a whole thing of senolytics now, mm -hmm. getting rid of the senescent cells, the zombie cells. We have cells that just kind of hang around and we need to clean them out. Right. How important is it to clean them out? And what do you think is the best way to do that? I, I think it's extremely important to clean them out. You have to clean them out because if that's what I just described, right? If you, uh, and, and it's what I just described are senolytics. These are what they mean. What I mean by that is we're giving you the nutrients to recharge and re-engage and fire up your cells. There's two things that can happen. You can recharge them, or you can now give them enough energy to die off, believe it or not. So that's called apoptosis, to die off. I think one of the best ways to get rid of those cells is fasting. I really do. I really, really like intermittent fasting. How now, do I'm doing an How do you extra do long fast. Sorry? I think it's the best way to do it. I, you know, I've heard people say, don't eat till seven o'clock and then eat. I, I think that's the worst way to do it. Personally, you may disagree. I think the way to do it is eat breakfast, eat lunch. If you're going to do intermittent fasting and then maybe not eat dinner until the following until the following day. But I think if you just eat at night, you're on the you're on the uh, sumo wrestler diet. You eat and then you go to bed. Right, right. Well, actually, you know what, Carrie, that that really is a good point. Um, because if you, I, I think the data is starting to show that you need about a 16 hour fast, right? However you do that, remember you're sleeping for eight hours. So that immediately takes care of that piece of it. I, I like the idea of what you just said. You could stop eating at, let's say 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. and not eat until I don't know how many hours that is. It's let's say breakfast, which would be seven or eight o'clock in the morning um, is probably a, a really good idea. It's not what I do. All right. But there are days you're right. There are days that I work late that I'm finishing eating at nine o'clock. So how good is that? You brought up a really good point. I'll, I'll take that under, under advisement. I, I really do. I like that. MacuHealth, your science born and tested solutions for visual performance, macular degeneration, and dry eye syndrome. New products coming soon. Embrace the science. Did you ever hear of a compound, uh, Finistin, uh, that's in strawberries uh, as a synolytic to help clean out the garbage in your body? F-I-N, uh, F-I-S-E-T-I-N. And, uh, you know, supposedly that's a very good synolytic uh, 
found in, you know, found in uh, certain, you know, found in persimmons, apples, onions, cucumbers, strawberries, certain vegetables, which is very good for cleaning out the body. You know, and, uh, or resveratrol, uh, mm -hmm. green tea. How do you feel about those? I like them. I like them a lot. Uh, I think the data on, on resveratrol is very, very good. Um, uh, David Sinclair talks about it, you know, all the time. Um, I, I think, um, you know, any of those compounds are, are wonderful. And, and why did God put these fruits and vegetables on the, on, on earth? It's for us to consume them. You know, I don't think that we've even scratched the surface of some of the fruits and vegetables that we should be eating. And this is where I really think also that we need to eat more of a balanced diet, you know, eat more of those balanced diets that will give you a variety of fruits and vegetables. For example, I love mangoes. I absolutely love mangoes. Do I eat them every day? No, because there's, they have a very high glycemic index, very high glycemic index. I, I would eat them in the morning. I wouldn't eat them at night before I go to sleep. So I think you have to be careful with that stuff, but resveratrol, you know, grapes, uh, uh, strawberries, uh, again, strawberries is on the, on, on the dirty dozen list and it's been on the dirty dozen list for a very long time. And the reason it's on the dirty dozen list is because strawberries are one of the only fruits that touches the soil, that touches the ground. So the, the theory is that toxins and chemicals can come in because it's a very, a succulent fruit, right? It can just get all the, the toxins can get into the into the fruit. So that's where the issue comes in. But there's ways to wash it. You can get organic. Uh, how important is curcumin? I love curcumin. I love curcumin. Uh, I, I love turmeric. The the curcuminoids that are in the turmeric, you know, the, what is it good for? It's good for it's good for inflammation. It's one of the best anti-inflammatories that you can take. It is phenomenal for viruses. By the way, in Malaysia, I was in Malaysia probably 15 years ago, turmeric is sold as a drug. Curcumin is sold as a drug because it was very, very, very effective against hepatitis. So they use it there as a drug uh, to, to, to help with that particular entity. Um, it is a, it's great for the brain. It is phenomenal for the brain. And the, the, the whole idea of, um, in, for example, in India, in Sri Lanka, where I was born, there's no such thing as dementia. There's no such thing as Alzheimer's disease. It's unheard of. Part of it, it, it the feeling is, is that it's because it's from the amount of turmeric and the curcumin that we eat, because we eat it at every meal, literally it's at every meal. Um, so I like it. I, I really, really like it. And besides, I like the, the yellow color. And by the way, do you know, and I think you heard me tell this story, do you know how the Buddhist monks uh, get that, the color of their robes? Is it from turmeric? What they do is they take these huge vats of boiling water and they put uh, curcumin or turmeric into that. And then they put their robes into that and it stains the robes and it, it, it will never come out. It will never come out. That's how their robes get to be that color. Now, the people, should they be getting curcumin or should they be getting tumor curcumin being the 
the active one of the active ingredients of turmeric about six percent very good for inflammation for pain for arthritis there yes. were some head, head studies with with uh like on steroids. Right. and right. that was equal and right. uh, how do we take it do we take it as curcumin or turmeric put turmeric in the food but take curcumin as a supplement how do well you curcumin and turmeric are basically the same thing right we we say we say turmeric which is in the in the um uh, uh tuber family similar to ginger and garlic right curcumin we say curcumin because those that's the name of the active ingredient in the turmeric which are the curcuminoids right so do we do both um yeah i mean you can put some in your smoothie or whatever you want to do you're not going to get enough uh do you need to take a supplement yeah if you want to take a supplement it's a great anti-inflammatory uh but yeah you could you could do both but just to just know the terminology again turmeric is the name of the plant that the bulb comes from. The ingredient inside the turmeric that gives it all the juice are, is curcumin or and or the curcuminoids. And there are a vast number of curcuminoids that do and have this function. I'm going to finish with two more questions. One is AMPK. You mentioned David Sinclair. Mm -hmm. uh, He's pushing metformin as anti-aging. I want to know your opinion on that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that we're introducing another drug into our body. I think if you want to deal with AMPK, one of the best things that you could do is exercise infrared saunas, high altitude hyperbaric oxygen, intermittent fasting. Why do I want to introduce another drug into my system that is going to deplete my body of vitamin B12. I don't like it and I and I will not take it personally because I could take metformin uh, in a heartbeat, right? I go and write a prescription and I take it, no big deal. I won't do it because I think for me, the downside, and I hate to, <laughs> I hate to disagree with David Sinclair, but for me, the downside, I don't, I think there are other things that we can do that are better, safer, more effective than taking another drug because of the depletion of the vitamin B12 from the metformin. And, you know, I think it decreases testosterone as well. Yes, yes, and, yes. You know, it helps, you know, increasing AMPK helps with autophagy, that cleaning that we talked about, activates right. DNA repair, things like that. But as clinicians, you and me are both clinicians, and we see patients on metformin, and they don't get better. No. They just get worse. And no. their blood sugar starts going up. And it they do not get, I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a good drug. And I'm not telling anyone to stop it. But I don't see anybody getting better from metformin. I, and I, I'll throw that to you. Do you see people getting better from metformin? Well, I think if they stopped being little piglets, they would improve. You know, I, I think if you control your diet, I think th that your blood sugar would improve. Would I take it as an anti-aging supplement, as an anti-aging compound? No, no, not at all. My last question, and you've been so generous with your time and you're, you're so brilliant and I just love you. You're just so amazing and such a great yes. friend. Are there any biomarkers for aging that our audience should ask for when they go to their doctors? 
to help them to, with decreasing aging, something that, you know, that's not typical of what they're getting with their, you know, with their typical labs that the doctors usually do. Oh boy, Kerry, that is, I did a call today, just today with two labs that are looking at biomarkers for aging. And that the jury's still out. Here's what I would suggest. But but by the way, there is a biomarker for aging that we can track and we can trace. Okay. And I don't want to get into that right now because first of all, we don't have enough time. Second of all, I think there needs to be a little bit more data on this before I start, you know, talking about it. What I do like, and 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 I'm part of a um uh, a group that is looking at this in some very um, high profile people throughout the world. And um, what I do like is I'm looking at genetics. There are certain genetic, there are certain genetics, there are genetic profiles that I think we should all do to optimize the aging process because there may be something in your genes. For example, this is a very, this is may not be the best example, but just to, just to raise a point. If a woman has the BRCA gene, right, that produces breast cancer, ovarian cancer, isn't she going to be more vigilant with regard to mammograms or, or I don't want to use the mammograms, but checking breast tissue, transvaginal ultrasounds, et cetera, correct? If you know you have that gene. If you know you have certain genes that will trigger certain diseases, are you not going to now be more vigilant watching yourself for those diseases? Answer is yes. What I'm also looking at are genetics and then making certain supplement and nutrient recommendations based on your genetics that have been researched. So there's a lot of cross-referencing that's going on. And that's the phone call that I was on this morning since you asked that question. The answer to the question is yes. There are certain genetic markers that, in fact, I'm going, I have not done this on myself, that I'm going to do to say, I'm more going to be more predisposed to this. So I need to do this to prevent this from happening. 23 okay, and good enough? Sorry? 23andMe good enough? Oh, no. Not even close. And not even close. Telomeres. Are you a fan of telomeres? It's kind of falling out of favor. I, I, I do. I do. I think telomeres are important. Again, how do you increase telomeres? Everything else we talked about. Intermittent fasting, hyperbaric oxygen, altitude, exercise. That's how you increase it. But I'd love to come back and talk about two things with you. Number one is a new technology that I'm working on that will give you 12 different parameters just by looking at your phone. Just by looking at your phone, I can tell you your heart rate, your heart rate variability, your blood pressure, your respiratory rate, your, your blood sugar, your hemoglobin A1C, cholesterol, and triglycerides, and more. I'd love to come back and talk to you about that and some new technologies that I've developed around delivery system for nutrients. Um, and I'd love to do that in the very near future with you. So, Dr. De Silva, I want to thank you for joining me today. If people want to find out more about you, about some of the companies 
that you've been involved with the skin company to get that 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 uh, the the sunblock. The, the sunblock. How could they do that? Uh, two things. Number one, uh, the, this for the skin, and thank you for allowing me to do this. I I, I don't like doing this. You know, I, I just feel I like I want you to. You know, but I I appreciate it. Thank you. So the first one is House of Hilt, www house h-o-u-s-e of o-f hilt h-i-l-t dot com and the other one for the vitamins for the supplements for the calcium for for coq10 for the cell product for probiotics is cs cs stands for common sense cs dash supplements dot com use the dr d code dr and the letter d for both of them and we will, they will, not me, I don't own any of them, <laughs> but they will give you a discount uh, from both of those. And those are both friends of mine. Uh, and I have, I have, you know, I just love these companies and I love what they do. I design, I do products for them. And that's where you can get, get some great. I, I know people are going to bombard me with this. How could they be your patient? Because <laughs> well, that's, that's, um, you know, calling my office 732-738-8801 is the office number. But, you know, it's it's pretty crazy. I see patients in New Jersey and I see patients in Florida. Uh, the Florida issue is, you know, I can spend two hours with you in Florida, whereas in New Jersey, it's just a traditional office. But I'll do them both. No problem. Dr. DeSilver, thank you for joining me today. You're wonderful. Uh, really the knowledge you have is amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Your eyes and your vision are under attack, damaging blue light from the sun. Your phone, your computer, your tablet, even light bulbs and car headlights is constantly bombarding you. The good news is our eyes actually already have a line of defense to counter the effects of blue light. This defense is made up of three pigments called carotenoids. MacuHealth with Micromycel, the only supplement with the exclusive patent on all three macular carotenoids and Micromycel technology. Fitting multifocal contact lenses presents a big opportunity to meet patient needs while growing your practice. Alcon is your partner, not only with our innovative portfolio, but through e-learning. Learn to enhance your multifocal strategy today with the Alcon Experience Academy. OIE Broadcasting is the emerging leader in social media. We use scientific entertainment to drive more patients into your office. Visit oiebroadcasting.com and sign up today.